Welcome to the Candid Comms Podcast. If you're looking for practical and inspirational ideas to help you thrive in internal communication, you're in the right place. I'm your host, international communication consultant, trainer and mentor, Rachel Miller. Through this podcast, I'll share my experience with you so you can increase your skills, knowledge and confidence on all things internal communication related. Hi, it's Rachel. Welcome to the show. This is episode four of season one. Today's topic is how to work successfully with your HR team. Through this show, you and I are going to look at one thing to know, one thing to do, and one thing to think about. Are you ready? Let's get stuck in. When you work in internal communication, where you sit in the organisation can vary. So the relationship with our HR colleagues could be that you are working alongside them as an internal communicator as part of the HR or people team. Or it could be that you report directly into the CEO and HR are very much your business partners or any other combination. So you might be part of HR, report into HR, work alongside HR. All these things are a reality inside our organisations. And throughout my internal comms career, which I started back in 2003, I have experienced all of those different scenarios. I don't have a preference of which one works well because it depends on the culture, which is the way things are done around here. It depends on the type of organisation, its maturity and understanding from both an HR perspective and an internal comms perspective. But what I find works really well, regardless of what that reporting structure looks like, for you to work successfully with HR It's about building relationships where we know who each other are, that we respect our respective disciplines and the professional knowledge that each bring to the party. And we remember what unites us is doing the right thing by our employees. So using our respective disciplines to benefit our employees so they can thrive in their roles. That's why we're here. That's why the functions exist. I believe the purpose of internal communication isn't telling people what to do. It's to create a shared understanding and a shared meaning so our employees can align themselves to the company's purpose. Could you articulate that for your organisation? What's the purpose of internal communication and the team? And what's the purpose of your HR or people team? If you don't know what that is, I encourage you to find that out. Or if you haven't created one, why not think about what you could create to bring some clarity, consistency and certainty about how you talk about your HR team and how you talk about your internal communication team. So to start this show, I'm going to share what I think you need to know about working successfully with your HR team and your internal communication team. This is an exercise that I use with my clients in helping them solve arguments. I was going to say help them work better together, and that's true, but it is also to solve arguments because very often I find there are arguments going on between HR and internal comms. 
And the reason being, we may not have clarity about why each separate function exists. And there's a lot of time, money and effort wasted in arguing over things. However, when there is a really good working relationship, I often find it's because everybody knows what everybody else is doing. It's really simple. So I have an exercise I'd like you to complete. Now, if you're out walking the dog or if you're running on the treadmill, you might want to save this show to listen back to at a later date. And I also know that somebody listens to this show in the bath because you tagged me on Instagram the other day. So hello to you if you're listening in the bath. You won't be able to make notes. So do think about this as an exercise when you're in front of a notepad or if you've got a Word document in front of you. Draw out two circles. We're going to be doing a Venn diagram. And on the left-hand side, we're going to write down HR team or people team. And on the right-hand circle, we're going to write down internal communication. Now, you might be called all sorts. You might be employee communications or corporate communications. Write whatever makes sense for you and your role. And what I want you to do in those circles is in the left-hand side, write down all the things that HR are responsible for. So it may be union negotiations, it might be pay, it might be policies and procedures and advice and guidance, recruitment, retention. I mean, the list is endless, right? A really long list there for HR. And do the same for your comms team. And that might be leadership communication, it might be your channels, it might be all sorts of reward and recognition. Write it all down. And the reason I've asked you to do this as a Venn diagram rather than a list is because that middle bit where those two circles overlap, if you remember that from your, your mathematics days at school, the middle bit is where the arguments happen in my experience because it's where we're not quite sure who is responsible for what. And I do this when I audit organisations. I often do this if I'm helping an HR team and an internal comms team work better together or to work smarter together. Doing so from a position of understanding is critical. So that middle bit typically I find includes line manager communication. And this middle bit is we think that somebody's responsible, but we're not quite sure who. And I'm sure that will resonate with you. So think about that. What are HR responsible for on the left-hand side? What are comms responsible for on the right-hand side? And in the middle are all the bits we're unsure about, the grey areas. Typical examples for me in there are not just line manager communication, but I also find employee engagement gets put into the mix there too. So what is it? What is it that actually feels like somebody must be responsible for these things, but we're not quite sure who, or it's a bit of HR and it's a bit of comms, but we've never really written it out. We've never really said, you do this bit and we do this bit. So it becomes a bit of a muddle and everyone's doing a little bit. And the reason I find this useful to do as an exercise when I'm working and advising organisations on their internal communication is because those middle bits are often critically important. Line manager communication, for example, and there's going to be a show on line manager communication coming up. That middle bit needs careful attention. That middle bit needs careful thought. If you're not sure who owns certain things, look where your budget lines are. It's a top tip if you're trying to plan out, well, somebody must be responsible for X, Y, Z. Sometimes the budget is split between HR and comms. But write it all out so you have clarity. 
And then what I want you to do, whether you're listening to this as an HR professional or a comms professional, I want you to share it with your respective peer in your organisation and share it with them and say, I've just been mapping out our roles and responsibilities to help me understand um, if there's anything that we need to plan for differently this year or to help me understand if there's any grey areas where things are falling through the cracks. And see what they say. And you could even encourage them, maybe send them a blank one and get them to do the same thing. What we're looking for here, comms friends, is consistency. What we're looking for is, and I see this a lot when I do this exercise with teams, particularly if I do it with HR and internal comms teams, what I see is assumption. I see an assumption where HR think internal comms are responsible for something, internal comms think HR are responsible for something, and as a result, no one is responsible for it, so nothing gets done. Let me know how you got on. I'd love to, you can feel free to tweet me. I'd love to see them. Do tweet me at all things I see on Twitter and show me your Venn diagram or you can DM it to me or find me on LinkedIn if you want to share it privately. I'd love to see what you come up with. And are you surprised by the middle bit, the things that fall through the cracks? I think to work successfully with HR, you need to have clarity in terms of who is doing what, what are our roles and responsibilities. So that's what we need to know. The second thing to share with you today is what to think about. I find where you don't have clarity is often coupled with definitions or lack of definitions. Let me give you an example. If you think about your organisation, if you use the word employee engagement, what do you mean? If your HR colleagues use the phrase employee engagement, what do they mean? Are we all talking the same language? I'm going to share a link in the show notes at allthingsic.com forward slash podcast to the McLeod report from Engage for Success that was created back in 2009. It's a really solid, structured piece of work. And one of the beautiful things about it is not least it looks at the four drivers of employee engagement, but it also looks at definitions of employee engagement. So I'll share that in the show notes at allthingsic.com forward slash podcast. That's the McLeod report. So think about phrases that you use a lot in your organisation. I would hazard a guess that the ones that cause the most confusion are engagement, are perhaps internal communication, are people. You know, when your people, you talk about your people, our people, what do you actually mean? We often use old phrases in organisations and we talk about blue collar and white collar and really very hierarchical and they segment people. We, we pigeonhole them into groups. So think about your audience demographic and your audience data in terms of how you talk about your people. How do you talk about them consistently from an HR perspective and from an internal comms perspective? And the final phrase to that list is culture. What do you mean? When you talk about culture as an internal comms professional, and what does your HR colleague mean when they talk about culture? The definition that I use of culture is from Deal and Kennedy back in 1982, which is the way things are done around here. Really easy, really straightforward. So culture is the way things are done around here. What does that mean for your organisation? What is the way things are done around here? These are the sorts of conversations that people have when they do inductions or onboarding, when you have people who are new into an organisation and new colleagues might say, cool, 
why do you do such and such? And the response will be, well, that's just the way we do things around here. That's what we're looking for, comms friends. That is the definition of your culture. What is it? So it might be formal communication. It might be informal communication. What is the way things are done around here? And this is always a good thing for us to bear in mind, even to work successfully as a comms team, Do you, as a team, have a joined-up approach when it comes to using definitions? So that's something to think about. Think about defining the key words and phrases that you use a lot in your organisation and then swap notes with your HR colleagues. What we need to be mindful of is respecting each other's professional disciplines. I also did an exercise with a client recently where I was looking at the brilliant profession map from the Institute of Internal Communication. Again, I'll include this in the show notes. And I was looking at if this is what an excellent internal communicator looks like on a page, where's my equivalent for HR? So then I dug out the equivalent from the Chartered Institute of Personnel Development, CIPD, And I looked at their profession map and I looked for the crossovers. And this goes back to my Venn diagram example earlier when we were talking about what to know. I was looking for what are the keywords and phrases that appear on both. And there's a lot of crossover. So if you've never done that, if you are struggling with this in your organisation about who does what and what does good look like and where are the lines between us, look at your industry bodies, look at your professional bodies and look at what's been published to help professionals hold themselves to account. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to be closing the show by thinking about what do we need to do to work successfully with our HR friends. See you in a moment. If you want to learn more about internal communication, I have a special offer for you. Because you're a listener of the Candid Comms podcast, you can save 10% off my range of online masterclasses. Simply use the code CANDIDCOMS at the checkout to remove 10% from the listed price. I offer a range of courses and these are your courses done at your pace. You have 12 months access from when you enrol in a course and there's a range of options to choose from in terms of topics. See the show notes for the full information and I hope to see you inside an online masterclass very soon. Welcome back. In the final part of today's episode, we're going to be thinking about what you need to do to work successfully with your HR colleagues. I'm going to share some comms theory with you. I'm not going to have too much comms theory in all of these shows, but I think in this situation it's helpful. And in particular, I want to highlight the internal communication knowledge framework written by Welch in 2013. And I will include that within the show notes at allthingsic.com forward slash podcast and particularly because the framework looks at the interaction with HR and marketing as part of strategic internal communication management. So particularly the interaction with HR is seen as an area of particular interest for internal communication. So I'll share that with you if you want to do further reading about theory behind the relationship between internal communication and HR and I recommend checking out that knowledge framework. It's also worth considering HR in relation to being part of the mechanics of an organisation. And this is something that I've heard Dr. Kevin Ruck of PR Academy here in the UK talk about. And again, I'll link through to Kevin's uh, details on the show notes today. 
I've heard him talk about HR is part of the mechanics of the organisation and how internal communication in particular is focused on the voice of the people. And when you're trying to think about how to work successfully with our HR colleagues, one of the things that I think that we can do in order to facilitate that relationship and make it work brilliantly is to be really clear about who we're working with. So I mentioned earlier in the show about knowing who your HR colleagues are. I would take that one step further by encouraging you to create a stakeholder map. When you join an organisation, it's very typical that you create a stakeholder map. I have a course within my online masterclasses about how to create a 90-day plan, which is ideal if you are brand new to a new internal communication role. And part of that process in your first three months is creating a stakeholder map. I encourage you to do the same for your HR team. So if you look at the team or you look at the function, what do they do? Who are they? And what do they do? What are their roles and responsibilities that go above and beyond what we've talked about in the Venn diagram? Think about your team as individuals. So who are your peers and what are their specialisms? I've talked about the importance of understanding what our industry bodies are encouraging us to do in terms of what good looks like to be a professional. But think about it from a skills perspective. So if you're struggling, for example, and you're working in internal communication and you're specialising in maybe leadership communication or line manager communication, think about your HR colleagues. What are their backgrounds? What are their disciplines? What are they trained in? Often I find that HR colleagues are trained in psychology. They're trained in understanding emotional well-being for people and neuroscience. These areas are beautifully aligned with internal communication. So understanding your stakeholders isn't just knowing about your org chart and who those people are and what they're responsible for in the organisation, but get to know your colleagues because as I shared right at the start of this show, we are united, or we should be, we are united in our desire to do the right thing by our people. I believe as professional communicators, it's our business to know our business. And that includes understanding who we're working alongside. Because I think we can miss a trick really easily. Do you know what specialisms and interests your HR colleagues have? And conversely, do they know what your specialisms and interests are? Because there is so much crossover between the functions, I often find if we just swapped notes or if we shared our passions with each other, we would learn so much. There are a number of things that you could do within your organisation. Perhaps in order to seek that understanding and check in for understanding between your respective disciplines, maybe you can create some kind of informal knowledge sharing environment. I've done this where I've done lunch and learn sessions where it's really informal. You can do it remotely or in person where people get together and they talk about a topic. So if you're stuck, for example, on something that's coming up in your organisation, say it's reward and recognition. Reward and recognition can be addressed from an HR perspective and a comms perspective. So why not unite? Why not get together and share your respective understanding and discipline in terms of what you know about these areas? The reason we go to conferences, the reason we listen to podcasts, the reason we watch webinars is because we want to understand what other people are doing and get really good ideas and be inspired by what we hear. 
I often find when I work with teams and I work in organisations, you've got all the answers already. It's in the collective experience that exists within your comms team or within your HR team. I wonder if you could do that. I wonder if you're planning your internal comms or planning a next campaign, what difference would it make if you brought your HR colleagues into the fold, if you had a discussion together, be it informal or formal, where you were swapping notes, bringing in examples of what you've seen work well elsewhere, what you might have heard at a conference or an idea that you've picked up from a podcast, or maybe you work collectively together to solve a challenge together. So comms friends, we're coming to the very end of our show together and thinking about how to work successfully with HR. We've looked at what you need to know. We've talked about mapping out roles and responsibilities. We've talked about what you need to think about, which is the definitions around people, engagement, comms and culture. And we've looked at what do you need to do. And I've encouraged you to think about creating a stakeholder map, which is not only about plotting out who exists within the HR team or comms team that you need to work with and whether you map them against levels of influence or how urgently you need to have a conversation is completely up to you. But take that one step further and really get to understand your colleagues and understand where you can work together to collectively help and benefit your employees. I hope you found that really useful. As ever, I'd love to know how you get on. Feel free to find me on Twitter at All Things I See. Look me up on LinkedIn and do check out the podcast show notes at allthingsic.com forward slash podcast. Until next week, remember what happens inside is reflected outside. See you again soon.